Hey guys, what's going on? This is Arden here on behalf of Foresight and AST. Hope all is well with you. This December 28th in New York, it is brick. If you're from the East Coast or if you're from New York, you know what I mean when I say it's brick. I'm talking about the type of weather where it's what? Maybe 18 degrees outside, but with the wind chill, it feels like five. I'm actually checking my weather channel right now. Well, I was close. 15 degrees outside, extremely windy, and oh, by the way, it feels like negative two. Lord have mercy. But either way, I'm here to present to you this interview that I did with Ashley G in this September that although I did release it and it did collect views, it got over 2,000 views, um, this is the first time I'm releasing the interview in its entirety. That was because I was going to release the video clips and then write a piece about her. But life happened in terms of just, I had so many things I had to do, so I wasn't able to finish this piece. And I was like, you know what? I need to release the full interview. Again, the video clips did pretty good, over 2,000. But I was like, you know what? Let me release the full interview. And just to give you a little more background on Ashley, Ashley is a trainer. She is a trainer. She is a boxing instructor that I met at the Rumble Gym in New York City. I have to give a big salute to Rumble. I have to give a big salute to Andy Stenzler um, for giving me the opportunity to attend some classes there. I had a lot of fun and my first class that I took there was with Ashley. This was in August. This was actually the day of the McGregor Mayweather fight. And again, first time there, first time ever taking a boxing class and it was a whole lot of fun. And the one thing that I soon discovered, whether it's taking a class with Ashley or talking to her after, or even just following her on social media, she has a nice following on social media, is the fact that she is a very motivating person who gets after it, who is very positive. And that to me is extremely dope. I know there's a lot of people like that, but in this day and age, it feels like it's only a rare few. So we had the chance to meet up in September to do this interview at Rumble and it came out pretty good. And I feel like this entire interview itself was a pretty dope one. So I wanna salute Ashley for all the moves she's been making, whether it's with Rumble, whether it's with Nike, whether it's with any other thing that she aligns herself with because she deserves that success and that happiness. And I feel as if you will benefit from this too. Um, but yeah, that's the interview on behalf of ASC and Foresight with Ashley G from Rumble and Nike and everywhere else. California stand up because she's one of your own. And I'm about to continue my work before I have to go out in this brick weather and go work out and run some errands. But yeah, that's just that. Ah, Bring the beat down a little bit, then bring me in. Let's go. Alright, alright, uh. You can turn me up a little bit more on the headphones. MTA. MTA. Yeah. I got him like, he ain't leave college for this. One, two. Impact the scholars with this. A scholarship connected. Hey guys, how's everything? This is Arden from AST. I am here at Rumble Gym, the location in Chelsea on West 23rd. I am here with Ashley Garassi, founding trainer of Rumble. How's everything? Good. Thank you. No problem. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to interview you. Yes. I really had this plan. So just to set this up, you guys, uh, I had the chance to take my first class at Rumble a couple weeks ago, about it was the day of the Mayweather-McGregor fight, and I was in a fighting mood and a boxing mood, so I say, you know, I had these passes to take a class, and then 
I took this class with Ashley, and it was honestly, not to say this just because you're here, but it was honestly <laughs> the best workout I've ever taken part in outside of something I might have organized. Uh, I just loved how dynamic it was. Uh, you know, your instruction was very on point. Of course, the music was flowing and the, just the entire atmosphere. So when it comes to that, just to, for us to really start this interview, you know, how did it come about your involvement with Rumble? So I was, I moved from LA, so I was there for um, the last few years. And I was an approach, I was actually training. I was boxing at a gym in Hollywood, a famous gym where actually real fighters go. And one of the owners and investors came up to me when I was training and basically just said, do you do personal training or what, you know, would you possibly be interested in coming to New York and checking out a new boxing fitness concept that we're opening? So um, I came out to New York and within like two weeks I was, I had moved out here, so I was impressed with just the setup, and um, obviously I love boxing, I have a passion for it, but just bringing it to the masses and, um, you know, having it be fun, too, in the workout, and it's it's been really, really good. Mm-hmm. So, and to basically set up like a two-part question here, yeah. you know, you mentioned boxing gyms, and I think boxing gyms is one of those things or one of those places where, as a sports fan, and if you're in the sports world, you just know about the the setup of a boxing gym how legendary it can be and as somebody who is a boxer who has you know taken part in that world you're still in that world like what is the aura about a boxing gym like why does it attract so much attention and it's like a holy girl yeah i mean i really feel like it it is um there's just something about like a real boxing gym that there's just such an you know authenticity and um a realness and just like people come to work like they're not you know you have real athletes in there you do get a mix now more so that boxing is actually really trendy and cool right now because when i got into boxing nine ten years ago it wasn't as cool and it wasn't as trendy and like people were like would it would have been more iffy about going into these grungy like old school gyms which are the ones that i learned in because I wanted to learn from trainers that actually taught trained fighters like pro fighters Um, and so there's just something so you know cool and kind of just authentic and real about just like the hustle and the training that goes on you know because boxing is not easy you know you watch the guys fighting and um, actually sparring and just things that you know people aspire and want to be a part of so I just feel like it's really cool and people love just that, you know, feel. People are so fascinated, like just training, you know, going in there. Like you have people, tourists come now to boxing gyms, like Gleason's and stuff. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's just really cool. What are some of your earliest earliest, uh, boxing memories? What helps you get into the sport? Well, I, so I haven't been boxing my whole life, like maybe some, you know, other people have. I grew up as an athlete. Um, I played soccer and ran track and cross country and all that. So I always kind of was an athletic person and I like trying different sports. But um, about, let's see, like nine, ten years ago now, I um, wanted to do something to make me feel stronger and confident and maybe do some self-defense stuff. Just kind of like you know, I wanted to feel stronger um, and just kind of like work on my mental um, just confidence and uh, 
mental strength. Aspect, yeah. yeah, there's the mental aspects. And I just had been intrigued by boxing, and I was working at a gym at the time um, in a different career in sales. And I decided to do a boxing session with one of the trainers. And then I just, you know, kind of went from there, and I loved it. And just went full in, all in, and wanted to, you know, continue. And then I actually thought I wanted to fight um, amateur because... How long did that go yeah. about? Because you went from taking the sport up to selling, you going, all right, I'm, yeah, I'm going to yeah. take this to the next So level. it was actually after like a year or so. I wanted to spar and um, i just been training as a workout. I'm like, okay, this is a good workout. It's different. It's fun. It's good cardio. It keeps me in shape. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of, you know, you feel badass and cool when you do it. And everyone wants to have that, you know, mm -hmm. something fun and different to make you feel, you know, strong and just kind of like, I call it like boxing therapy. Like it's one of my favorite, you know, kind of stress relieving things to do um, in terms of a workout. But I wanted to, um, I mean, I picked it up really fast because I was good at being coordinated and just picking up the such an underrated aspect for athletes, what? coordination. Yeah, I mean, in boxing, any any sport really, but like there's boxing is such a different, you know, coordination level. Like with, um, I've trained with football players and done a lot of strength conditioning, football, basketball players and all that. And they even sometimes have a hard time picking up the footwork because it's so different than what they're doing. Because like mm -hmm. football, you have lateral movement and like all this mm -hmm. cool dynamic dynamic movements basketball is like running sprinting back and forth and cutting you know same as football like just all different angles and fast fast twitch muscles but with boxing the footwork is just different because you also have to be like fast but you have to be calm cool and collected too and like really strategic you know it's almost like a chess game like and even when you're sparring it's literally like you know it is a chess game. Like you're just you're literally like watching and you know waiting. And so when you see the the best, you know, like people like Mayweather and stuff who just don't like they've really perfected the sport. So I was just so intrigued and wanted to. Um, I thought I wanted to fight at the time. Yeah. You know, one thing that you said in your last answer, I mean, everything you said in that answer was was great, but you mentioned the mental aspect of you picking up boxing in terms of the yeah. confidence it gives, and I've, I've started to realize it as I dive into boxing more, yeah. but it really started for me because beginning of 2016, I picked up running, and since then, I've ran in five races, and I realized that with running and now with boxing, the aspect that I love most is the mental aspect having to prepare yourself to another level because you know you're about to go do something that your body just isn't used to physically like i've played a lot of basketball and football growing up even though that is tough my body has gotten accustomed to that type of action but when i put myself through 10 minutes of straight running or through 10 rounds of your class it was like whoa 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 whoa, whoa. Yeah. so pretty much the question is just simply when thinking about athletes in general and to those who may not understand that, can you elaborate more on why the mental aspect, when it comes to preparation and confidence and focus, why it's just so, so important? Because that gets overlooked for physically, yeah. stronger, faster, right. quicker, jump higher. But yeah. a lot of the times they say some of the best quotes happen to be, it's all about the mental game, what's in between your ears. Yeah. I mean, it, it really is so true because when you feel like your body cannot continue, whether it be in a fight, in just a training session, in a run or something, like if you mentally tell yourself and you know, whatever you have to do, calm yourself down or 
just kind of tell yourself like you're stronger and you can do this and you can get through this um, that you can really I feel like overcome that beyond the physical do you know what I mean none of this is easy you know being an athlete is not easy the guys you know whatever sport you're doing um, getting punched in the face is not fun (laughs) like that's not it's not easy and it hurts and you have to really just like you know it's almost like fight or flight sometimes like you have to stay calm you have to tell yourself it's okay even though it's really not normal to be punched and your you know head doesn't feel good and it's just like someone's literally wants to rip your head off sometimes and um you I know mean, it's a lot different for people i guess when they you know if you're just kind of boxing hitting the bag and, and just doing the training for it and then like the first time that i sparred and got hit in the face that was really you know you realize that it's this is it and like just to think of the real that's why I have so much respect for boxers and fighters because I've seen them like I've been in the gyms I've watched them I've close friends with some big um, big name fighters and I just like they you know this is not easy like they can make a lot of money from it if they're good and have a you know successful career and accomplish you know whatever they want to do but it's it's a lot the mental aspect, just you know, say, telling yourself you're tough, you know. Like I tell people in my classes or in training sessions when they, you know, say they can't, you know, go on. I'm like, you know, there's much harder things in life. Yeah, like we can, you can overcome things, and you know, sometimes, is key. yeah. And I just have that kind of, you know, perspective now, just from boxing and just things, you know, and and life, and um, it's just boxing is also something you can never perfect. So it's like that challenge, that mental challenge, knowing like, okay, I'm going to, even if I'm just doing a training session, I'm not trying to fight and be in the ring um, at this point in my life and career, but just, you know, knowing you can overcome and be a lot stronger than you think you are Mm -hmm. (laughs) because people want to give up and quit and, Mm -hmm. you know, think that they're not Mm -hmm. strong enough because people doubt themselves and have, you know, insecurities. We all do, but just overcoming. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And... To add another question to that, it's, you know, I was inspired because in case you guys are hearing this, Lil Wayne's Comfortable is playing in the background from the Carter 3, and I love this song. And, um, yeah, and it just, mm-hmm, it's from the Carter 3. With Babyface, he sings the hook. So cool. Yep, and uh, music is already a big part of our lives, and... And Rumble in these classes, music is obviously a very big focal point, and just in general. So, for you, when you're working out or going through these classes, or just going through your day-to-day life, going through New York City, traveling, hearing about, what are some of the records that you play that just provide certain vibes and rhythms for you? You know, I love, um, I like a lot of old-school rap and hip-hop because I... I think you get, you know, kind of used to what you've, you've been around and are comfortable with or been in the, the gym listening to over and over. And the first boxing gym that I started in was really hardcore. Like, um, you know, I almost, it almost felt like you were in kind of movie, movie set or something, just like 50 Cent, yeah. Get Rich or Die Trying, That's like right. just kind of like, you know, that, that old school hip hop. Mm-hmm. Um, M&M. I mean, he's very aggressive, and people 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 think, yeah, people you know take it as offensive. But that's how he expresses himself Mm -hmm. himself. And I, I really, um, 
I don't know, at this point over the years, I really respect um, uniqueness and diversity and authenticity and being real and just doing you. And I, I just like his music because it really gets me going, like the Lose Yourself and Not Afraid and just all those, you know, hardcore songs. Um, and I also, in my classes, sometimes I like throwing in authentic boxing, um, uh, what's it called, relatives, like authentic boxing kind of cues or mm-hmm. something and there's a movie Southpaw with Jake mm-hmm. Gyllenhaal yep. and the soundtrack I just loved because it was Eminem and they like mixed up some cool tracks and That's songs right. and I loved you know I loved the gym scenes and like boxing movies and, and fighting movies and scenes and there was like a couple really good you know hardcore songs so um, I put a couple songs from that soundtrack into my classes um, and find those really get me going and then I do like some other inspirational girly songs too hey, and like Beyonce and just ball. fun stuff but I mean who doesn't love Beyonce Clay, I'm a survivor Kelly, yeah, yeah I'm a survivor yeah. and like fighter Christina Aguilera so I try to you know mix it up but mainly the hardcore stuff really gets me I know and going but some people you know it's aggressive too so you yeah. have to you know cater to, to every you know but I like different different stuff now. My music variety has expanded due to rumble and teaching and just kind of having to mix it up. Yeah. So, and I love Justin Bieber, but not to like a cool down or a warm up or mm-hmm. remix. Mm-hmm. He's the best. One of these, man. And just yeah. to switch it up, just to switch yeah. up the topics here, you know, talked about boxing quite a bit and even just music but now let's talk about lifestyle you know because you did live in LA yeah and was living in LA something that happened over a few years or did you happen to grow up in LA or no I grew up in Southern California but in Orange County okay so, so. can you, the, you know describe the culture yeah the Cali, the Cali culture it's to very those of us. very very different so West Coast is just um my heart is really at the West Coast still, but I, yeah, I grew up by the beach, very relaxed, very chill, very nice neighborhoods. Um, I was very privileged, and I feel very thankful now that I've lived in other places and traveled to other countries that I grew up in such a nice place and area because a lot of people don't have that luxury of being by the beach and um, living in a nice place um, and being comfortable but I grew up there and then um, I went to school um, up north a little bit in Northern California um, well mid-southern like Santa Barbara and then I moved back for a job to Orange County and then um, was working in a a sales and I wanted to change careers and move up to LA and pursue the boxing Mm -hmm. um, stunt double work and commercials stunt double work yeah yeah. holy crap how's that like well I never I never fully got into it full time I had done some body double um, jobs on a commercial like a commercial feature or um, uh, was going to start training to do TV shows and, and all that like to double specific actresses but um, I had a really bad shoulder injury just from training clients. I, I trained um, in L.A. When I moved there, I got hired for, with Equinox, and I was working and training some actors um, and athletes or retired NFL or NBA, and they hit really hard, and I'm small, so so I had just some issues from that, so I couldn't, I, didn't pers- I haven't pursued the stunts. It's been through word of mouth or through um, people knowing that I'm athletic and can box and will have me I've gotten work that way 
but um, just the overall vibe, getting back to the LA and West Coast thing. Because mm-hmm. um, we hear, you know, California is yeah. so laid back yeah. and it's a bit spaced out. That's the one thing I was surprised about. The yeah. more I met people from Cali, they're yeah. like, yeah, Rose a bit spaced out. Yeah. It is. It is a bit spaced out. But, you know, for some people, like, that's all. Like, now I go back. When I first moved to L.A., about, I guess, three years ago now, um, I thought it was really overwhelming, and I was it was chaotic, and it was, you know, kind of scary to me. It was a big city. I had grown up in Orange County. I'd been in smaller towns and cities and whatnot, um, so I wasn't used to that environment. But now, compared to New York, New York is just a constant. It's an, on another level, and it's just a constant grind and hustle. And you wake up in the morning, and there's just you know there's you're noise. in it. Like yeah. there's just noise, and it's busy, and there's sirens, and there's a subway, and you're trying to figure out. And I'm like getting lost all the time since day one, <laughs> and I've, I've like been here a year, and it's just it's so different. But now, um, but I I realize why people would like living here because the city and it's accessible. You can walk everywhere, but. For me, I just I, it makes me really appreciate where I grew up because it's just a different, different lifestyle. It's very laid, laid back and chill and beachy and cool. And LA is not now. It seems like no big deal to me. Yeah. Like now, I feel like when I go back to LA, I could take over the whole city. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like that when I first moved there, but it's just the perspective of where you are and where you've been, and you know, having lived in New York and. Sometimes I feel like it's survival mode here. Like people, you're just you're like smashed up against people on a train, and I'm like, Mm -hmm. I've never been in that kind of environment before. I'm like, wow, people do this every single day for year after year, or commute to the city, or deal with the traffic, or deal with the Mm -hmm. people that can be rude at sometimes. Mm -hmm. At times, Mm -hmm. people can be rude anywhere, but it's just like the you know sense in New York. It's you kind of have to have like a little bit of an edge to you. So, and I'm I'm happy you mentioned that because. I think the biggest way to describe you, if I was describing you to somebody, and I have to a couple, couple people when I told when I told them I was doing this interview, which yeah. is I was just like, she's just a hustler. She goes for it. She's a go getter. And yeah. when you think about that, especially living in New York or living in, a, in L.A., but when you when you look back at what you've done so far and your plans, and then you see how everybody goes about pursuing their goals and dreams in today's society like what do you think not to be in in like a judgmental position but like what do you think really separates those who are just continuing to make progress after progress after progress compared to those who may not see it or just see little of it because for you I mean I've only known you for a few weeks but still it's like when I looked at your Instagram and then I see these things I'm like yo she really came up and like she yeah. it just seems like when whatever she put her mind to she just did it and she just kept on making moves and she kept on just yeah. elevating well first of all thank you i appreciate that um you know i would say just never giving up and not really listening or letting negativity and people putting me down and people telling me i couldn't do something affects me I would take it in, and um, I would just be like, you know what, I, at first I was like, I want to prove people wrong, right? Like, I'm like, I want to prove all these people wrong, maybe they say I can't, you know, like LA, you're not going to make it in LA if I was going to do acting or stunts or, you know, the boxings, there's no career in boxing if you're not going to be willing to be in the ring and fighting and 
you won't be able to get, you know, some kind of endorsements or whatnot. And um, I guess I just really kept um, just not giving up and believing in myself, you know, which is hard to do because I did doubt myself a lot and at times. And um, I did have a lot of people just really not believing in me, like even at some point my own family, you know, like not being happy not being happy with um, boxing or you know just thinking it's aggressive or just the fitness stuff isn't really a career and I'm just like you know what I want to go for this right now and this is what I want to do and maybe um, you know in a year or two it will be different but I just really haven't given up and I haven't let people bring me down and and when people are um, there's a lot of bullying and negativity on social media sometimes Mm -hmm. And I had recently um, uh, gotten, you know, very lucky and, um, you know, just after working really, really hard and being in um, the right place at the right time, I booked a commercial, like a national commercial, and I've never got so much. And it was like one of the happiest, you know, moments. And I was like, wow, I didn't feel like, you know, okay, I can like go and, you know, like travel, sail around the Caribbean on a yacht now, like I've made it, but I was so happy because I'm like, wow, like 10 years of just like grinding and and, um, working hard and training and like not listening to the negativity and just, you know, not giving up and kind of just has paid off a little bit. And then I I experienced such negativity and and, um, hate literally on the social media and the whole thing so it's just that was kind of hard too but I was like you know what like I worked hard for this and I deserve it and I know that nothing's really been given to me mm-hmm. even if you know like people assume things because of you know how um, where you've grown up or your upbringing or where you've lived you know they don't really know me and like know what I've been through and know how I've kind of overcame things so that's basically diverged hey absolutely I I hear you on that as well and you know when looking at social media social media is becoming such a bigger and bigger presence in the fitness world because it's the place where a lot of people will share how they get their bodies or what they're doing with their activities to people sharing hey guys this is what I take to get this type of body so with that said, what are your thoughts on those involved in the fitness world, especially when you look at it through IG? Because that's a primary source of seeing these things outside of in person. It's just seeing this person do this and this person do that. Um, sorry, I missed the first part. No, the first part so was the first part was just again like training. like again in the fitness world social media especially instagram is just such a big platform because people yeah. use it in terms yeah. of hey this is who i'm too. training this is how i'm training this is what i take yeah. to train right people make jokes all the time like the fitness tea or yeah, this type of stuff for ads and, and you know and, and, and i'm saying again and you have a, a strong following as well on instagram yeah what do you just think of how both things just correlate and how they come together yeah i mean i guess with you know just there's a lot of different people on social media, you know, in the fitness, in a fitness industry, there's a lot of different, um, ways that people approach, you know, their, um, own branding and training and promoting things. And, um, I find that, are you doing training? Yeah. Sorry, I'm here to see you. Where is 
he's basically talking about how people have their different ways of branding and showing themselves. Yeah, and there's, you know, and I, I feel like there's no right or wrong way. Um, people just do things that are that are different, and I like sticking to the authentic and real and, like, what I'm actually, like, I won't promote something. Is that also your question, too? Like, I won't, I won't mm-hmm, yep. stay, talk about something or rep something that I don't believe in, and mm-hmm. I get a lot of opportunities for the, you know, collaborations or... Um, the way you know people are promoting stuff on their pages mm-hmm. but I just don't think it's authentic to me and like real and if I wouldn't actually use it and yeah. take like the supplement things the people that are doing the teas and the whole thing yeah I'm I like I drink tea but a fit tea I don't really know it's gonna help me and I don't want to promote it even yeah. you know even if there's I'm sure a lot of um compensation involved in some of those you know with the bigger with the bigger I mean people are making a lot on social media but I just I'd rather be real and authentic and I just I like the um, you know I'm I'm working really hard every day just training and and training clients and teaching and doing my own um, workouts but I just don't want to promote something that's not authentic because I'm actually you know trying to be real with it I feel like that wasn't, I didn't really answer the question, but... You did. You did for the most part, though. I mean, it was what basically, else? the question was basically, you know, once again, just like, when Instagram and social media, how do you look at it within the fitness world? Just how both sides come together. You answered it. You answered it, though. I got no, you. Did I? Yeah, you did. You did. You got it. Yeah. I completely there's understand, some though. people. There's some people that... You see that maybe calling themselves trainers and fitness people, but they're just they're just taking a photo with a drink, and their body looks good, and they're selling it because you know while social media is still so relevant right now, and they're selling products, that's the really way that people are actually really marketing. You know, such a successful tool in marketing for all these brands. So even if you have someone who's not a real, I don't know, someone wouldn't maybe possibly look look at them or they don't actually um, work out a lot and they just look fit you know but they're promoting the, the things I feel like there's just a difference you know with that and people actually like training in, in the, the real fitness scene or you know on set training a actor for you know fighting movie or something like those are the kind of people really not that there's anything I want to be negative. You know, you're speaking it's true. just, you know, because people perceive Instagram's a lot of perception, right? Tell me about it. So they think that, you know, if these, the blog, you know, like bloggers, for instance, are going on a bunch of, you know, vacations and they're doing like fitness uh, posts or something, but they're not actually, you know, exercising. It's just because they're promoting that and that's their, their brand, but the perception is that maybe they're actually doing all this, but... And some, you know, but some people are. It's just a different. Pe- things can be perceived, you know. You're not so, lying. So this is all crazy truth right and different. Here. Yeah. And you're able to speak the truth because you're living the truth. Yeah. Oh, that's a very important thing. And I just want to touch yeah. on something we discussed a while back in the interview, which is just dating back to your your training experience. Is uh, you know, you've been able to train famous athletes and just celebrities in general, like. From what you can remember, 
What are just some of the common things that you realize when working out with just famous people? With how you communicate with them and just how you just handle them in a session. I mean, I guess what, you know, people... um, I mean, they're really just people. Yeah. Right? So I... um, When I first moved to L.A. and you're seeing the celebrities and stuff everywhere, it was, you know, exciting. And I was like, wow, this is, you know cool because I didn't you know hadn't always been around that but when you talk to them most of them and when you think about it they're just people and they're talented you know or and they are famous and people recognize them and people obsess over fame and money and you know people who and then the ultra 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 famous people you know they sometimes just don't even want to be treated like like they're like they're ultra like famous. Like they're ultra famous. I mean, some, you know, I'm sure really like it and, you know, love love all that. But I just feel like they, you know, treating them like a person and not making it too, like, I, I trained, you know, I wouldn't like, try to take, some people try to take it easy on, um, I don't know, actors or famous models or, you know, people. And I would just try, I would push them just as, you know, as hard because they're just people and treat them the same and... You know, by, while still being professional, but That's right. it's just that, you know, thing because there's such a, you know, stigma with the fame. And then people, you know, a lot of people call themselves the celebrity trainers, you know, and, um, you know, and really try to capitalize on, on that. But I've always, I've tried to be like, you know, just myself. I'm, um, I can be very, um, outgoing and big personality and 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 all that as well but i also am like kind of low-key too so i'm not always trying to capitalize you know people that are always trying to capitalize on every um situation with a famous person or actor or whatnot too you know i like how consistent you are because they almost don't you know i don't know depends i have um been you know around a lot of like pro boxers and athletes and actors but and even if I post pictures of them or videos it's because they've approved you know said it's okay like it's not but when you think about it we're all just people Uh you know trying to trying to make it and um trying to figure out life and um they're still human people put celebrities in another category but they are still human. Yeah, I just try to be real with it, and they're not, you know. But they do have, you know, more privileges maybe than the other, you know, and more means to to do things. And but yeah, it's is very or more of a voice. It's very it's very ironic that you said that again. Just like just keep on saying over and again, like they're just people, you know. Yeah, they're minded because you know being a sports writer, and I've been. I've been able to cover a lot of games and events, so suddenly I'm in the same room or I'm able to talk to athletes, coaches, or whoever that I grew up watching. Yeah. And it's like suddenly I'm right here. And that has also led to the fact that I've also been able to run into them randomly in the streets of New York City or in an yeah. event. And a lot of the time when I see them, of course, there's like a shock. But then I've also, just based on what I see, also just go like... I could tell this person is just trying to relax or they just don't want that 
So instead of me, for as much as it would be great to have a picture or even have like somewhat a little convo, a lot of the times I would just like leave them alone mm-hmm. or just give them like a simple acknowledgement and mm-hmm. just thank them for whatever that they've done that has influenced my life. Yeah. And I've realized that they appreciate that a lot more than they something do. else. And they respect that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes I have been around people, you know, like a Justin Bieber type person or something that I've like really wanted to, you know, mm-hmm. take in a picture, take a photo with. But you just, I feel like it's, it's exactly you know, there's something in not, yeah, mm-hmm. there's something in just, I mean, and some people obviously are bigger uh, more famous and just like can't even walk anywhere mm-hmm. you know he's probably one of them but definitely one of them so just yeah I feel like they respect that more too mm-hmm. like I was on a Nike um, commercial that I can talk about now um, it was a few years back um, on set with like a lot of the top Nike athletes at the time with mm-hmm. the like the women's soccer team and just won the World Cup yeah and there was all the football players who, you know, guys who had just won the um, uh, Super Bowl when mm-hmm. Gronkowski was with mm-hmm. the Patriots. Patriots when they had just won. So all those guys, you know, were there. And we, um, I was doubling a famous girl um, professional boxer now. At the time, I was just a body double. Um, and, but it was a huge set and there was, you know, 30, 40 different athletes. And um, I want to take a picture with every single one of them because I really am. A, I love sports and I like just I respect athletes a lot. But I didn't, and I played it cool. And then at the end, um, some of them were really cool, and they're like, "You guys want to, you know, take photo?" So they just I think they really like that, you know. But people just because we we even you know just glamorize the whole thing like they're not people, but you know even athletes like I'm sure like OBJ can't walk anywhere. Without, you know, being, he's so noticeable too, mm-hmm. the hair of it. Yeah. You know, any of those, the top, top, I guess especially the top, top people, you know. Mm-hmm. Some people think you're walking and see, you know, someone who looks like an athlete and they think automatically. Oh, yeah. Like judging. So. Final question that I have yeah. for you. Everything that is going on with you. Also, congratulations, because I remember seeing one of your posts not too long ago about having accepting a role with Nike as a trainer, yeah. a trainer representative. Congratulations on yeah, that. Thank you. So when you think about everything that you've done so far, and like I said before, you just you just know how to get into something, you know, to work your way up, and you get to the, get to those top spots, and then it's like you get to the top of mind, you just go, like, what's next, you know? What does the future hold for you? That's a really tough question. Um, Are you the type that constantly like look ahead? So, I do. Um, you know, I try to be actually. I try to be in the moment though too, because we just you never know. Yeah. You know, like I, sometimes I find myself like too, you know, thinking too much um, ahead or into the future, like what I want to be or what I should have been right now, and um, can't do that. You just have to, you know, mm-hmm. plan and, and make goals for yourself and believe that you can do what you put your mind to and I just really believe that um, in anything in life whatever it is you know if I decided to quit fitness and like go back into um, you know go back to go to law school like you can do I even though it would be challenging like I know I can do it if I really put put my mind to it and just told myself that I was gonna gonna do it and um, but the future um, 
I don't know. I want to just keep uh, keep grinding because I feel like um, you know the moment you try to kind of cool off or, or um, not cool off, like slow down or be like, okay, I'm doing you know well now. Maybe I shouldn't. I should take a break. Um, I feel like I, I don't want to get there. I want to keep you know working hard right now so I can um, you know enjoy enjoy life a little bit in my my later years and I want to um, uh, one of the goals in the next five years I want to open up a nonprofit. so it's always been something I wanted to do um, and I've worked with some companies because I feel like I have been blessed and it's not been easy people a lot of people look at me or you know tell me that they think that you know they think that assume that things have been easy for me. I've just some things just came and I've just picked up boxing over the last year, but that's not true. That's not true. So um, I feel like I want to, you know, give back and help people um, because of just you know things in life that I've been through, and I just um, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of mean people in the world, and I want to. Um, you know, people that don't support each other and build each other up. And I want to just do something that, um, you know, I feel like you get so much more out of helping other people, you know, who wouldn't have maybe had an opportunity or a chance. So something, a uh, nonprofit that um, helps women who have been abused and battered, something, or been through trauma, and teach boxing and self-defense, something along those lines. So... Hopefully that, if I get the right investors and, um, you know, the timing is everything too. So, for now I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing, which is being me and um, trying to be authentic to myself and just be real and uh, sport of boxing. Yeah. That's the best thing to do. Folks, this is Arden from AST and that is our interview with Ashley Barassi funding trainer from Rumble, training extraordinaire, and many more. Here's to more life and more everything.